Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. I think today we all like to take pictures because it's so easy. You know, with the phone? Well, you remember the days of cameras? You had film in a camera. You put the film in, it takes 12 pictures or 24 or 36. Then when you got all done, you rewound the film, and you brought it to the drugstore, and then you had to wait like five days, six days, a week. Get your pictures back. Now, you know, I thought I took pretty good pictures. But one day when I came back from Walgreens, opened the pictures, and inside is this little card that says, how to take better pictures. I was like, man, I'm paying for this. And you know what the first tip was? It's actually a great tip. I use it all the time now. They said, whenever you think the picture is right, go in closer, and the picture will get even better. Isn't that true, though? Go in closer. Last Thursday, over here at Tickens Hall, we had a meeting with all the communication directors throughout the diocese. And our keynote speaker was Kelly Ring, who you know was at Channel 13 for 38 years as a trusted journalist and reporter and anchor, very beloved in our community. You know what she told us? She said, if you want good news to get on the TV news, she said the same thing. You got to go in closer. Don't just send us a story with some pictures of people doing something, even though it might be wonderful. She says, you got to go in and talk to the people. Why did they do that service? What was motivating them in their heart? That's the story. Go in closer. So that's what Jesus is doing in the gospel today. They know these laws about murder, adultery, but he's saying to them, you got to go closer. What's in your heart? Because what's in your heart is what matters. So he talks about those three things, oaths, adultery. He talks about anger. So, you know, if you go closer to the one about anger, you know, I remember when I was first assigned here back in the 80s, I was a priest here at that time who used to come and visit. His name was Father Jack McGoy. Some of you were here a long time. You might remember him. He was a priest from Canada, was also a psychologist. And he gave a talk once about feelings. And here's what he said. It was foundationally important. He said, feelings are amoral. They're not morally good or morally bad because you can't control how you feel. So even if you're angry, that's a feeling. Somebody could say, yeah, but anger is one of the seven capital sins. The sin comes in, he said, when you make a choice. So if I'm really angry, and then I say very hurtful things to you, because I want to get back at you, or I want you to hurt like I'm hurting, there's the sin. If somebody comes in and I'm angry and I throw them through the window, going through the window is the sin right there. So Jesus is saying, if you've got this anger in your heart, you've got to do something about it. I want to recommend three things today. The first thing about the feeling of anger 
is to listen to the feeling. If feelings keep staying there all the time, it's probably because even though I know I have the feeling, I'm not really listening to the message. Because all of our feelings are giving us a message. If this is a stove, and here's the burner, and the burner is on, if I didn't have any feeling in my hand, I could put it right down on that burner, and until the smoke starts coming up, I don't know that I'm in big trouble. I need that feeling to give me the message, oh, don't go near there. He said, that's the way our feelings are. They're trying to tell us something. Anger is usually about a perceived injustice. Something seems unfair. Now, it's only a feeling. So when I have the feeling, I got to go to my head and say, is that unjust? Is that really unfair? But unless I listen to the message, the anger is never going to go away. You know who did this really well and they still do it today? Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Those moms who either lost one of their children because of drunk driving or maybe their child hurt someone else, they channeled that energy to try to stop this problem. That's, that's a terrific way to deal with that feeling. And usually if we listen to our feelings, they usually start to go down because we're listening and we're reacting. The second thing is what do I do once I know that something is unjust? I got to take it to prayer and talk to the Lord about it. Now I can't take a lot of time here on this, but there's a lot to say. I'm going to steer you towards a book. It's called Praying the Truth by Father William Barry. He's a Jesuit priest. It's not a very big book or long, but it's great. He takes all these different areas that are difficult usually to pray about. Sexuality, anger, things Jesus is talking about in the Sermon on the Mount. Be a great book for Lent. He kind of guides you through. What do I do with this anger? You know, in the Psalms, the psalmists, they talked about anger a lot. They're in dialogue with God about what they're angry about. And you can hear the conversation going on in those beautiful songs. So that's the second step to bring it to the Lord. And I really want to recommend that book, Praying the Truth. The third thing is I think we need to pick a barometer reading of our hearts. What's the percentage of the day that I'm angry or critical or even cynical? You know, I think in our society today, a lot of us, we walk around with binoculars and a magnifying glass looking for who's going to slight me, who's going to impinge on my rights. We're waiting for it. And as soon as we find it, we pounce. How much is that a part of my day? So here's the third recommendation. You can't be angry and kind at the same time. You cannot do it at the same moment. I can't be angry and have kindness in my heart at the same second. So if I increase the kindness in my life, I'm already decreasing the anger. Doesn't mean we're going to try to push all the anger down. No, I got to tend to it. But when I'm starting to obsess about it, the balance is gone. That's why you think about how can I be more kind in my life? Think about someone who was kind to you. It really meant a lot to you. Because what happened to you, you could say, well, I could do that. I'm going to tell you one, it's a small thing, but for some reason, it really, it really touched me a lot. Some years ago on my birthday, I went to Disney World. When I bought the ticket, I was in the, uh, there at the booth, 
And they gave me this badge. It says happy birthday on there in nine different languages. And there's Mickey in the middle. So the lady at the counter there said, hey, you should wear this. I'm thinking to myself, I'm 50 years old. I'm not going to walk around with a badge on my shirt. (laughs) But I just, for some reason, I put it on. So I started going to the rides. At the end of every ride, the cast members would say, hey, happy birthday to you. And then I went into a restaurant. I got a free dessert. I said, I'm wearing this thing all day long, man. (laughs) We went to the concierge at Epcot to reserve a place for dinner. So we're talking, the lady's there. She's taking our stuff down. And then she says, is your name Mike Moore? I was in my civilian clothes. And I said, yeah, you have a phone call. I fell for it because I thought to myself, how does anybody in the parish know that I'm at Epcot? So I take the phone and it's Goofy wishing me a happy birthday. (laughs) But you know, people ask me, what's your favorite birthday of your whole life? It's this one. But for this reason, I'm about to say, this is the reason it's my favorite birthday. The fireworks just ended. So all the people, you know, are going out. I'm standing over by the bathrooms because my friends are inside. And this young man, you know, dad, probably about 30, has a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old. He comes up to me and he said, where's the exit? I said, well, I think it's around the corner there. And then he looks a little closer. He says, oh, I thought you worked here. Because, you know, (laughs) I'm I'm wearing the badge. (laughs) And then he goes in closer and he says, oh, it's your birthday? Hey, kids, it's this man's birthday. And they started singing happy birthday to me. I I was just like, oh my gosh. I don't know why that hit me so deeply. Maybe it's because, I don't know, wish I have that we could be more like that in our world, that even strangers could be kind to each other. I'll never forget it. It's my favorite birthday. So here's the question. Will you choose to go in closer get to know somebody else and what's going on in their life. Well, we make the choice to find out the heart of their story. More importantly, the big question is, what do you want the heart of your story to be about? If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.